0: So you can do it too. A podcast highlighting regular folks who followed their dreams and made it happen. I'm Joan Hutchinson, your restaurant maven. I've been described as a risk taker, though I never thought of myself that way. My mom always told me I could do or be whatever I wanted as long as I set my mind to it, and I believed her. I ran a successful catering company that led to owning and operating a top 10 Orange County restaurant and catering venue prior to earning a bachelor's degree in business management and marketing. You know what I learned by going to school after all of that? You don't need a degree to accomplish your dreams. You need drive, passion, and a belief in yourself. You also need some caring folks who support you and believe in you. I didn't need a formula to tell me how to properly staff for a week. I needed common sense and a deep care for creating outstanding dining experiences for my guests. I've been coaching and consulting with salespeople and small business owners for the last few years and blogging with business advice. I just wanted to do more, to reach more of you. I decided to talk with folks I admire, who kick ass at what they do, to show you that you can do it too. Welcome to You Can Do It Too. I'm Joan Hutchinson, your restaurant maven, and today I'm doing something a little bit different. Uh, We are recording this during the Christmas holiday, and I am in California visiting three of my sisters, and of course, my brothers who are not present at this time. And we have decided to include my sister who has recently moved to Tennessee. Um, So, this is just going to be a fun, like, getting to know us, getting to know me kind of thing. And uh, so let's begin. All right. So like I said, I'm Joan Hutchinson. I have posted on my socials that I am the baby. I think I'm probably also known to be like, I guess, the risk taker, the traveler. I have moved several times to several different places. So that's who I am in the uh, family dynamics. How about you, Michelle? I'm Michelle and I live here in Southern California.
1: I am number eight of nine and I think I am the hostess with the mostest because we have a really large family. So whenever we get together, it's at my house. So I think I'm known as the hostess. Yep. They might not say with the mostest, but I'm <laughs> adding
2: it. Yeah. Okay hi i'm maureen i am the oldest girl now um i'm the rebel uh i I moved away i had my two kids i moved back down to california southern california to be with my family
0: yep
3: okay annie Uh, I am lucky number seven. My name is Anne, and I am the nice sister.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and last but definitely not least, the one who's out of state at the moment.
4: Well, I am Jeanette. I am number six in the pecking order, and I really don't know what I am thought of. Tech, <laughs> Maybe the guru. fixer. You're the, the... Du-
3: You're the tech guru.
4: The Okay, the tech guru. I'll take that one. And I have moved <laughs> to Tennessee just not too long ago. It's only been a couple of weeks and getting to know everything around here. So that's who I am. All right. Awesome. So
0: welcome to my family. And today we're going to talk a little bit about what we all come from and how I am who I am and how we all are who we all are. So I asked each of them to think about a story about our mother, who um, I've mentioned before, but our dad died when I was very young. I was three years old when he passed away. And so it was a single mom with all of us, plus our oldest sister, who is no longer here with us, um, in the house when he died. Um, So we had an interesting upbringing with lots of uh, fun and different experiences. So I asked each of them and me to think of a story about our mom. So how about Jeanette? You go first. Tell us a story about mom.
4: Okay, well, I had gone to mom's house after I had been married, had a couple of kids. As a matter of fact, I think we all had a few kids. And um except for Joan, and uh went over to the house, she had asked me if I wanted to go to the zoo with the kids, and I said, "Sure, I'll go to the zoo." So we packed up Maureen's kids, um Anne's kids, Michelle's kids, um because Maureen was down, I think, at the time, and uh, went to the zoo. Mom said, we'll eat first. She laid out a big, huge picnic uh, tablecloth and sat everybody down and gave them all their lunch and their sandwiches and their Kool-Aid. And I think it was one of Anne Marie's children had spilt the Kool-Aid and and mom just said don't worry about it don't worry about it she took her sandwich and she mopped up the Kool-Aid with her sandwich and said you could have my Kool-Aid Brianna cuz i think it was Brianna or Melissa one of the two you could have my Kool-Aid and she proceeded to eat the sandwich and all of the kids had a fit they were ju- they they were appalled they couldn't even believe it and to this day i think they all remember that story mm-hmm. and that's just that the way mom was she said waste not want not and that was what it was
3: <laughs> oh that's, that's a, a great one yep my kids do talk about that all the time remember when grandma mopped up the kool-aid with her sandwich and then ate it
0: yep that's just like mom yep she used to eat every bit of the apple the only thing she didn't eat was like the stem and the seeds yeah (laughs) she would eat everything on that apple Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she was the
1: queen of cliches yes so if she had a fly in her coffee, she still drank
0: it. Said it's just a little extra protein. Little extra protein never hurt anyone. Just fish it out, and you're fine. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. Or drink it. Oh. oh no,
2: thank you. <laughs> How about you, Anne? You got a story?
3: Uh, yeah, my story would be um, coming from such a large family, and there were three boys, and then six girls in a row. And all of us girls are a year to two years apart. We're we're very close, except Joan, she was, how many years? Four and, four, a half. four and a half. years apart from Michelle, but the rest of us are two years max apart, um, and a couple of them just one year apart, but uh, we, all of us kids were in the house, uh, most of the time anyway, and we would be fighting or playing or doing whatever, And many times we were fighting, you know, she wore my clothes, she wore my clothes, it was usually me trying to sneak somebody's clothes (laughs) out or whatever of the house. But when mom would just have enough, when she couldn't handle the bickering anymore, she would stand in the middle of us, do the sign of the cross, and start praying (laughs) that God would help her and give her patience because her children were driving her crazy (laughs) and she wanted to beat each and every one of us but she knew it wasn't the right thing to do so she begged for patience (laughs) and we would and we would go okay mom okay mom we'll we'll behave quit praying we just (laughs) wanted her to stop praying she was very religious and that would get us Every single time.
0: <laughs> I thought you were going to say that she would say, "I'm so mad I could spit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she did that too. Like Michelle said, that
3: was she was special. the she
2: was the woman of, of cliches. cliches, yeah, queen yes. I mean, of cliches. Oh my yeah. gosh, Maureen, you got a story? Oh, no. actually, it's about mom and grandma. Okay, it's uh, I was the rebel. I didn't go to school. Well, I'd go to school, but then I would go. To the other end of school and go out. <laughs> so um, uh, mom says, I don't know what I'm going to do with that girl. And grandma said, her friend put her daughter through college by grooming dogs. You ought to get Maureen into grooming dogs. So she uh, called Dr. Dean and made an appointment. We went down. I enrolled. $500. She says, that's the best $500 she's ever spent. <laughs> that's when I was 16. I am now 65. Going to be 66 in January. And I'm still grooming dogs.
1: A lifelong career.
3: Yep. Yeah, Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Grandma smart, smart ladies, it. both of mm-hmm. them. Yeah, grandma suggested it, and mom made sure it happened. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. All mm-hmm. right.
1: Mm-hmm. really is a theme of making the best mm-hmm. out of a tough situation. And I think being a mother who lost her husband with seven children still living at home, she was a student because when she grew up, they only went to school till 10th grade. So she finished her high school uh, career. She went to college and got her bachelor's and then went and got her master's. And she was a teacher of 30 children um, in a Catholic elementary school. So she had the patience of a saint. That was what something we would say about her. She was amazing. Um, but she also had her limits. So my story is, you know, she was um, she wasn't strict, uh, but she, she gave us a lot of Catholic guilt, and that sort of kept us in line. Um, but I had pushed her to her last straw. When I was 19, I, uh, I was often coming home very late and in the middle of the night, and I'm sure she was laying in bed, not able to sleep, wondering if I was okay. And at 19, I didn't think my parents thought about me. I thought they just went to bed, and that was it. And when I came home, I came home. And so she told me, if you're not home by midnight, next time you don't come home. So I was running a little late and uh, I got home about, I'd say three minutes after midnight and the door was locked and the locks were changed. I think they thought I wasn't going to make it. They were right. (laughs) So they already had the locks changed on the door and I'm like, wait, I'm only three minutes late. Sorry. So. A little bit of tough love when she needed to have it. And um, it's okay because being such an independent woman as she was after having to raise the kids by herself for so long and making her way through college and, you know, figuring out how we were going to be taken care of while she pursued her education and her career just was a great, um, it was just a great example for us. And we're all independent women. And, uh, you know, that was just my first step on, you know, the rules are the rules. And if you don't follow them, you're out. You'll, you'll find out what happens. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. absolutely.
4: Can I ask a question? Sure. Where did you go?
1: <laughs> well, I went to my boyfriend's house. <laughs> <laughs> so I went back to his house, knock, knock, knock. I guess I'm moving in. <laughs> back a couple weeks later and got some more clothes and things and I never (laughs) I never lived at home again and I thought she was going to be heartbroken but what I didn't realize is with all those kids in the house they can't wait till they're all gone and I thought I'd like to move out but I'll break my mother's heart and now as a mother of older kids you realize oh no we can't wait Wait for you to move out. So I didn't break her heart at all. (laughs) I think she would have rather me done it uh, in a better way. Um,
3: but she pushed me just a little bit and it's been fine. And and another thing that I would like to say about that is, um, you as a parent, all anybody who's a parent knows that you do worry all night when your kids aren't home Mm -hmm. and that worry is so awful on a parent and we didn't realize that when we were obnoxious teenagers. We didn't realize that we were just making her worry sick. Mm-hmm. And by her saying enough is enough, it's time for you to go, it gave her a little bit of relief because then she didn't have to worry about where we were at night anymore because right. we she wasn't waiting for that door to open and close as oh, she counted right. how many children came into the house at night.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like Boy, that. that's that's I didn't even think about that until just now. Yeah. I was going to, I told mom that I was going to go to Deep Creek and she said, "No you're not, Missy." And I said, "Yes, I am." And she goes, "No you're not. I'll <laughs> take your car away from you." And I went to Deep Creek. When I got back, she took my car away from me. I had to walk everywhere I went. Yeah, and went. you
0: paid for that car yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. I I think I remember yeah. that. I remember you being really pissed off. Yeah, because <laughs> so, you know it wasn't was, much different than you normally yeah, were. Right, yeah, right, <laughs> exactly. I don't know. She should have known. <laughs> I um. I remember, so mom, mom used to tell me about dad or I would ask questions about dad and she would tell me about dating dad and how she, um, that he got all his teeth pulled because she said he if they were going to get married, he needed to take care of his teeth and he yep. was so afraid of the dentist that he just pulled them all out of his mouth mm-hmm. and got dentures and he was only 23 years old. Um, she said that she asked that he needed to get rid of the car because it was too much of a temptation, and he sold the car. Yeah, he got rid of the car. The temptation when they were that, dating. Yeah. Interesting, isn't it? Oh, for
1: the
2: backseat, oh, maybe they did have nine kids. Yeah, that's right. That right. Oh, oh, I remember right. telling me
0: that, that. That's right. Then when I got older, I said, "Gosh, <laughs> Mom, you know you were always." pregnant once you got married like you got you and dad didn't get a whole lot of non-pregnancy time together I said he he must have really he must have really liked pregnant women and she said I think he liked making women pregnant yeah (laughs) that was the funniest thing she ever said because she never talked dirty ever never said a bad word never talked dirty yeah. Um, and she said, "I think he liked making women. He liked practicing to have children." Oh, yes, <laughs> that's funny. I thought that was hysterical. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. She's she was quite an interesting character. Yeah, and yeah. I'm so uh, glad of that. I think that the thing that was interesting about Mom is that. She had all of us kids, but she wasn't like super. Oh, when when each of you had kids, she didn't. She didn't go. Oh, let me hold the baby. She wasn't all into the baby thing, you know. But like she you had, had nine of her own. Yeah, but it, it was. I don't know. It's just weird. But she, you would say, you want to hold the baby? Sure. But yeah. she wasn't yeah. she like pick up the, the baby, right. walk around with you know. She would take it if you asked her. If she wanted. Yeah. She was. Um, We all knew that she loved us fiercely, but she wasn't overt about it. She wasn't super lovey-dovey, but we all felt
3: Felt it it. so much.
2: Right.
0: Yeah.
2: She
3: wasn't demonstrative at all. But I do remember that when my kids were little, and I know she didn't offer to pick them up and do stuff like that with them, but I do remember distinctly my kids running past her and her grabbing them, kissing them, and sending them off. Yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. But she didn't ah. do that with us.
0: No. She didn't no, do that no. with us. No. Oh, no. yeah. I was,
3: oh, uh,
4: was going to say, and another thing is uh, that I felt mom yeah. would try anything, would um, – I remember her saying that if – it was broken. Might as well try to fix it because what can you do? Break it more? So she was always trying to do stuff on her own and fix it on her own. And I remember her pl- coming down from the attic after insulating the attic and having to sit in the bathtub because of all of the fiberglass from the insulation hurting her and her legs and stuff. That lady was not afraid to do anything like that.
0: I am lucky to have some amazing award-winning cheeses right up the road. Dora Artisan Cheese in Egg Harbor, Wisconsin, offers small batch cheeses that have been winning awards for years, and in Wisconsin, that's some tough competition. You don't have to live in Door County to get these cheeses, though. Just go to doorartisancheese.com and check out their selection. Their most popular is the Top Hat Cheddar, but my favorite is their beer-washed gouda called Valmi. Check them out for yourself at doorartisancheese.com. If you're an expert in your field, have a unique story to tell, or an interesting point of view, it's time to explore the world of podcasting with Kitcaster, a podcast booking agency. You can expect a completely customized concierge service from their staff of communication experts. Kitcaster is your secret weapon in podcasting for business. Your audience is waiting to hear from you. Go to kitcaster.com slash maven to apply for a special offer for friends of this podcast. No, no,
3: no. She wasn't. I think that, Jeanette, you take Mm -hmm. after mom like that because you try everything. You're Mm -hmm. the Mm fix-it person in our family. I remember you went over to Michelle's house and fixed her sprinklers. Um, I remember.
0: (laughs) Fix the plumbing at that apartment. Yeah. Yeah. At the condo. (laughs) Yeah. 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 See, I, I don't have that gene of moms,
3: I go, uh, is somebody, can somebody else fix this? It's broken. Mm-hmm. But you are very much like mother like that. That I think we all have mom in mm-hmm. us, yeah. but that's your mom. Yes. That's what you got from her. Yes. You try everything. And, yes. And you have a very, um, mechanical mind. Is that what you would say? She mm-hmm. has a very mechanical mind. Yeah, I would mind say that. you always get your hands in,
0: into something. Yeah. 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 yeah you definitely got that I think Maureen got the she is the acceptor she loves you for who you are where you are right now um she doesn't judge she's just open and mom
2: always says mom oh, now says, mom always says if you don't try you're never gonna learn mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, and you know, I try to do that with everybody. I I uh Just try to accept them for Yeah. yeah. for who they are, mm-hmm. not for who I expect them to be. Yeah. Right. You yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I mom talked a little bit about how uh dad's family was very huggy and Um, very physically loving to each other. They Mm -hmm. hugged and, you know, when they saw each other and mom's family was not. And I always, whenever there's um, something scary going on in someone I love's life or um, when I see someone having a hard time, I think about when grandma was in the hospital So our grandmother lived to be 93 years old and um, she was in the hospital and I went to see her every every other day. I was driving up to see her and it felt weird to hold her hand because she wasn't a loving, touching person. And I knew that's what she needed. So I made myself do it, but I promised myself that I was not going to let my kids feel that and that I was Mm going to hug them and kiss them and tell them I loved them and make sure that they felt it and didn't feel weird about giving me a hug and touching me when I needed it, you know? Definitely,
2: definitely. Um,
0: And I, I think mom kind of, she definitely was the hugger. I mean everybody talked about oh my goodness she would give you a hug that would a take your breath hug. away yes
3: um, yeah. my son got that from her
0: yeah yeah but she did, she didn't have that she would never reject a right. physical right. right you know a exactly. physical um
1: interaction you know if you wanted to go snuggle up with her on the couch mm-hmm. She was more She's happy willing. to snuggle up, but she was never going to say, come snuggle up with me. Right. She, wasn't she wasn't the instigator like that. of that at all. Yeah. yeah, She wasn't uncomfortable with it. She just didn't,
4: didn't think do it
1: proactively. To it, do it. it wasn't natural for right. her to reach right. for yeah. Yeah. Right. right. And she came from a lot of siblings as well. So yeah. you
4: know, and she was just so Grandma busy. Had
1: a lot to, yeah. Grandma had a lot to deal with. Right. With crazy
0: husbands and all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I was thinking um, about each of us, and and we're all so different, yet we all are, are much alike. Um, but I was wondering about what you think has made, what your favorite thing about yourself is, and um, why you think that is. Who wants to start with that? I'll start. Okay.
1: Um, I went out to dinner recently with a client, and I hadn't seen him in a while. And after dinner, he texted me and said, you forget how easy some people are to be around. And that touched me because Mm -hmm. that is the thing I think people say about me the most. And it is the thing I like the most about myself is that Pretty quickly after I meet somebody, uh, both them and I feel like we've known each other for a long time and I can socialize very easily. I can meld into groups very easily. Um, And and that's a strength I think I have. And that's just something I I never will go to an occasion and be nervous and not want to go in and, you know, be uncomfortable. I can just Go on in and meld that. And I thought about that when he sent that to me, and I thought that's that's a real compliment to me for him to say Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And I felt like
0: it was really true to who I am. I agree, it is. I
2: I agree. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah,
0: and and that's uh, not something that comes naturally to everyone. I know. (laughs) I I do. I have a hard time. I've been really working on my on that. You know, that's been something I've worked on for the last couple of years. Is being able to say hello to the person next to me, introduce myself and try to start a conversation. I have to hype myself up to do it. Once mm. I do it, I'm so glad I did.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: But that's, right. yeah. How about you, Jeanette?
4: I was hoping you weren't going to ask me that question. Cause I really don't know. It mm. is just so sad. I don't know. Mm. Um, I, I, I could say something you, good Jean. about, every single one of you and uh-huh. I just okay. don't know
0: so maybe we'll go to each of us and then we'll come to you last maybe with us thinking, okay talking there about, you go I, but Michelle had something she wanted to say about
2: Jeanette. yeah go but ahead. I think that oh, that should we'll wait okay. yeah,
3: yeah yeah so so for me I I uh, have been in sales my pretty much my whole adult life And like Michelle, I have to work a room. I always had to work a room. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, even when my kids were little and uh, their friends would come over, I always wanted to know and still do want to know about the person that's new in the room. So I always find things to ask them about. And I don't just, uh, uh, it's, it's very natural for me to ask questions and find out about people. Tell me about your family or ask them specific questions, not just how are you or how was your day? Because those are too short of answers and you don't really get to know somebody Mm. that way. So I always um, try to get to know the people in the room around me and I enjoy doing that. And my kids used to say, when their friends would come over, I learned more about my friend today, spending a half an hour with you, mom. Mm -hmm. And they've been my friend for three years. Mm -hmm. But it was because I asked all about what they, what they were like, who's their mom, who's their dad. How many brothers and sisters do they have? Probably because I come from a large family. Mm -hmm. I'm always interested Mm -hmm. in other people's family dynamics. Right.
2: Yeah. That's all right. How about you, Maureen? Oh, I would have to say, dog grooming creatively <laughs> okay there you go i'm a creative person um i do a lot of stamping um card making um i've been like i said i've been grooming since i've been 16 i'm 65 now and i love it and everybody says and i can't believe this everybody says that that's the best to, That's the best cut my dog's ever had. I cannot believe that, but <laughs> maybe it is. Yeah. I don't know. You just have a way You're, with animals. I, yeah. I, You're I good at
4: it. what you do. Yeah.
2: Yep.
0: Yeah.
4: Um,
0: I think the favorite. My favorite thing is about me is I guess I feel like I have a pretty good sense of self where I. I will take a risk. I'm not afraid to um, try something new or to be by myself or to, I want to be happy. So if happy is me not being with somebody else, I'm okay with that. Or if, or I want to try something new and if it doesn't work out, that's okay. I think that kind of has to also, um, I am a problem solver. So um, if something isn't working right, I don't go, oh, well, that doesn't work and give up. I try to think of a different way to get it done. Mm-hmm. So which may be why I feel like I'm so good at hospitality, because when shit hits the fan, which is often does in <laughs> hospitality, like somebody's room isn't clean, or somebody's steak is well done and they ask for it rare, you know, you've got to be able to think on your feet and I can problem solve. So I think that's the, my favorite thing is I can do that. I can Mm -hmm. figure that out. And I think that is wrapped up in that sense of self where I'm okay with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jan, back to you.
4: Again, (laughs) maybe it is that I'm, I'm not bad about, uh, fixing things and, and trying to work with my hands and, and making different things. And I like to make people happy with what I make or give or whatever. Haven't been able to do a lot of that in a long time. So now since I am retired, hopefully I'll get a chance to. Yeah. So
1: that, that was what I was going to say
2: about you. Know. Oh. She's retired oh. now. now <laughs> I was just
1: can... going to say yeah. your, your ability to look at a problem, as like a physical thing, either technolo- technology or a piece of equipment or a piece of furniture or a list of instructions, which I could never do <laughs> and put something together. You just have that ability to think very, very logically and figure it out inside your head mm-hmm. while I'm still looking at the instructions, going, What is a what is a a bolt? <laughs> An a a bolt,
2: bolt. Yeah. Or a B so bolt. So
1: that's or... a, a real strength. <laughs> yeah. And I think you enjoy, really enjoy doing Oh,
4: absolutely. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. 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 She likes the
4: puzzle. Yeah. Yes. I like
0: I like telling people about my sister Jeanette. I say she's about this tall. She wears heels about this high, and she wears a pink tool belt full of tools and knows how to use every single one of them, even though our fingernails are this long. Yeah, used to be,
4: yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Okay. Well, I, um, I I think that each one of us has such great qualities and I know that I like every one of your qualities and I hope to get that in myself, you know, like Michelle with being with people and Anne asking all the questions and Joan taking care of all the stuff you do. And I don't know about dog grooming because I don't think I can handle that. But Maureen, you're you so have good at everything you have and your talents.
0: Ideas. Right. The creative yes. part. You yes. Know. So.
4: Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah. So I think that's great that we all have something different
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we can learn. So, like mom said, cause I'm learning we from you guys every day. Okay. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> like mom said, if we were all the same, the world would be a dull place, right? Mm-hmm. The queen of cliches. Nothing yes.
1: ventured. Nothing gained. Nothing gained. gained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cliches are just roaming around in our heads all the time and every day there's one we can spit out that's from
0: her that's right that's right um yeah because I think somebody said Albert Einstein said when the tough when life gets tough the tough get going or something like that mom used to say that too yeah Yeah, yeah. that's from Einstein but I know I was like what who I did not know that Mm -hmm. (laughs) um (laughs) Okay, so now I have a question. How much do you think our the way like the family that we grew up in, all of us siblings, had to do had to do with our lives as they are right now? Like what kind of influence the fact that we had each other? I, I so one thing is I did not know that Liking hanging out with your brothers and sisters and their families was not normal mm-hmm. until I got married. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, you mean people don't, don't hang yeah. out with their family all the time? You mean people don't like holidays and go in and spending time with their family? I had no idea. That's because we
2: were really good together. Yeah. That's, you you got to like who you're living with. Yeah. If you don't like who you're living with, you're going to get out.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's. But but think about it how many people you hear saying, Oh God, the holidays are coming up. I'm going to have to deal with my family. And we don't say that. I know. And I mean, you might because everybody goes to your
1: house. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jeanette, your daughter sent me something that I saw on Instagram that um, I had already seen and anticipated buying, but I didn't, but it said, You must, it was a banner that you put up at parties and says, you have to leave by nine. (laughs) There you go. Because I love my family, Uh, they can stay till one in the morning or later. (laughs) We need to set a time when it's time for you to go.
4: (laughs) Oh, that's great.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, I think that we're so, so stinking lucky because we enjoy each other so much. Right. And especially me um, being the youngest, but I, I, because I always have someone I can go to to talk to if I'm having a hard time or to ask for help on something. I mean, Jeanette, you do everybody's taxes, right? You don't do mine, but I call you and say, okay, it says this. <laughs> what do I do now? Um, but, you know, there's always someone I can go to. And I think that that fact has given me such an edge over other people because I feel so supported. I have always felt so supported and loved by my family. And you all all give me so much confidence. When I say, hey, I'm going to do this. Oh, my God, that'd be great. You should do it. I mean, you just (laughs) all have complete faith in me when I say I'm going to do something. And I say I'm going to do something a lot, um, do something new a lot. You're like, go for it. You know, I have such a great cheerleading squad. And I just think that um, because of that, that's part of, I never thought I was a risk taker. The fact that I wanted to go move somewhere else and see what it was like to live there, to me, didn't seem to be that big Very of a risk but to other people it's scary right yeah.
1: um and well, none
0: of us have done it well we haven't now,
2: i have now we
1: you don't. three have we yeah, have and i haven't we take plenty of vacations though right there you go,
2: go. <laughs> <laughs> i think
1: <laughs> growing up in a big family and growing and growing up in the same city for most of our lives until recently um we know a lot of people like my older brothers and older sisters and for a long time, high school and beyond, every place I went, I would know someone from some mm-hmm. extension mm-hmm. of a relationship with, with a one family. of my siblings. Right. You're a Miro. So, you
0: must be a Miro. Right. And <laughs> for a
1: while right. I had Miro on my license plate. I often got asked it's if a, my it's brother was, yeah, if, if my brother, if one of my brothers was my brother. So that sense of community and again, that ability for me being one of the younger ones to be able to talk to people much older. Mm -hmm. I was born when my brother was going into high school. Mm -hmm. So that's a big gap of years. The oldest brother was going into high school. So a big gap of years where you're interacting with people of all ages. And as you grow up, And in the same community and at the grocery store and at the whatever and bumping into people and just still to this day, it seems like now that I'm in sales and I meet a lot of people in the field and at work, same thing, I'll see somebody I know from a business that I work with or a family member. So that whole sense of community is a big part of who I, be, you know, who, right. how I became who I am. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Right. We lost video for Jan. That's okay. Yeah.
3: So for me, it is, um, my best friends were always my sisters. Yeah. Um, I have good friends, um, but my sisters have always been my core. They've always been like Joan said, the people I would go to when I was struggling with something or had an issue somewhere. And between all of us, we are always able to help each other solve our problems if we have them. I would say we don't really have a lot of problems, which we're very lucky that we don't. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the reason why we don't is because we have sounding boards everywhere. Mm -hmm. If you're uh, struggling with a work issue, somebody in our family can help you with that. If you're struggling with a relationship with a spouse, somebody will help you with that. And the thing that I I love the most about it is even when you're in outs with your own spouse, my sisters have been able to see both sides of that. Mm -hmm. They didn't say, well, he's a jerk, or you should do this, or you should do that. They always said, well, think about it this way. Mm -hmm. And I – Sometimes we get annoyed at that, but um, <laughs> but it's true. And, and it's yeah. something that just because I was having an issue one day didn't mean that my spouse was out for the rest of the family. They're like, that's your issue right now. We'll help you through it, basically. Mm-hmm. So my siblings have always been my best friends, whether it's my older brothers or my youngest sister. Mm-hmm. We've always been able to come together and help each other out. Mm-hmm.
4: You guys have all said it. There's nothing else for me to add here because I agree with every one of you. Joan, I never noticed that about other families not loving each other as much as we all did until just this a couple years ago when I have somebody else that I worked with that has eight to nine brothers and sisters and not one of them got along. Mm-hmm. Not one of them talk with each other. Not mm-hmm. and then they had parents that passed, and since parents have passed, nobody speaks. No, you know. So mm-hmm. I never realized that. I thought everybody loved each other and got along and had a good relationship mm-hmm. until I hear about mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. I love all of you so much that I couldn't imagine. Not being able to have you as my best friend. Mm -hmm. My
2: my husband, Kirk, tells everybody he sees, my wife's family, you would not believe them. (laughs) They are unusual. (laughs) They don't fight. (laughs) Not a one fights. (laughs) And he tells that to everybody. And I'm going... Just be quiet.
0: <laughs> I think it helps us. I think that I feel like we're all very inviting. Mm-hmm. Um, we always, the more the merrier. There's yeah. another mom saying, the more yeah. the merrier. Yeah. Um, there were already so many of us that if one of us had a friend that was going to come over for the holiday, it didn't really matter because there were already so many of us What's one more. And we Mom. still do, we still do that.
3: Yeah. Mom. Michelle, Michelle's hosting and somebody yeah. always shows up with.
2: Yep. With somebody shows up with somebody extra. Mom and, would take all of us girls plus a person per child. On a camping trip, yeah,
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. we always got to bring a friend.
2: Her, her thing was, that's okay. Let them do what they're gonna do. I've got my chores. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I
3: think that mom's thought process was that was when we all had our own friend, then we weren't bugging her. Bugging her. her. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's right. We were all able to go do our thing, and she (laughs) was always very welcoming, and she liked all our friends. That's (laughs)
0: yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, um. Something that I want to leave you all so. with is, yeah. Oh, say that one more time, Jeanette.
4: I said, or at least we thought so about yeah, mom yes. liking our friends.
0: <laughs> it would be really interesting to hear her thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wish oh, we had goodness. that opportunity, but right. um we're also very lucky because we we are in this family and we're surrounded by all these people that we love and I know that you guys do you do have a lot of friends. I don't have a lot of friends. Um and you know part of that is because I move and I work a lot. Um but I've always had you guys and you guys are always you mm-hmm. make me feel okay, you know. Um but we we everyone has someone, right? There's someone out there for everyone. And part, one big part about what we all just talked about tonight was that we never intend to go through this life alone. We always need to ask for help. And asking for help is how we build connection, how we um, build a sense of family and comfort and really gives us confidence when, when we have that connection. So, um, I think that our big takeaway for today is to know that you're not alone and that, um, health for anyone is out there that you just need to reach out and ask, um, say hello to the person next to you, introduce yourself and ask them something about themselves. Love you. Love those shoes. Where did you get them?
2: Um, uh or like and or you said this afternoon love your hair mm-hmm. <laughs> oh thank you mhm mm-hmm. oh, I went by that color yeah. it was a really yeah. cool hairdo yeah. it was a really good looking hairdo mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um
0: just so so important to help you um get through this life so mm-hmm. today let's uh let's just um be grateful for who we have in our lives And know that um, there is, that helps only uh, an ask away, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. I hope you all had happy holidays as this is airing in January. Wishing you the best. 2024 possible. And we will see you next time on You Can Do It Too. And hey, if you are looking for help with your restaurant business, just go to www.yourrestaurantmaven.com and you can shoot me a message. Take care and we will see you next time.